1: Welcome back to arrakis space travelers you have just tuned in to the glass cannon network and our presentation of inherit the sand a dune saga it's a saga everybody we are playing dune oh dune adventures oh. in the imperium from modifius uh, an excellent role-playing game that recreates the Dune-iverse. Uh, In uh, painstaking detail, I am your game master. My name is Jared Logan. And with me, I have four incredible uh, players, uh, castmates. Um, Let's say hello to Becca Scott, Skidmauer, Nora Ibrahim, and Ross Bryant. What's up, guys? What's up, Jared? Doing good. You know, uh, I feel really good. You guys really moved through sort of the, the prep for this, uh, sort of space worm heist that we're dealing with very quickly, uh, and with, with skill. Uh, but now we're coming to the, the really tricky parts where you've actually got to do the thing that you've come to do. And, uh, I, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm worried for you. Oh, and. It's just uh, some dice rolls. What's this (laughs) game? just a couple easy dice rolls do you have um each of you would you say that you have good dice luck or bad dice luck i am a great game master cuz i have terrible Dice luck, uh, which means the, the, great good, the good the good guys get master. to win sometimes. Yeah, exactly. What about I you? I have distinct
2: impressions on two people
3: at the table that are not me and are dice luck.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: I feel like this is a trap because as soon as I say I've got great dice luck, I am going to roll terribly this game. So I think is this what your tactic is, Jared? Oh, write Jerry. down write down these tactics. Learn from Nora.
1: <laughs> I forgot the there's, there's magic for the mojo jinx. involved. Yeah, there's <laughs> magical <laughs> mojo. Uh, if you say that you have a great dice luck, it's, you're going to jinx yourself. So knock on wood, um, kiss your lucky charms, and uh, and hope <laughs> that, you, that you roll well. This is a roll under system. This is the weird system where if you roll a natch 20, you're screwed, man. Yeah. yeah. You want uh, some of those sweet, sweet ones.
3: My, my <laughs> dice
2: luck is pretty normal, but I do have a trick. And I can't use it all the time or it won't work. But sometimes lying
4: about the results on the die?
2: You got it. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's it. (laughs) Please, please don't
1: do that. Please. uh,
2: I can call my shot. Sometimes I will name a specific die, like a surprisingly often amount of times, I'll name the number I would like to roll and that number comes
3: up. You can't do it every time. It doesn't work every time, but that does happen with me sometimes too. Yeah, it's wild. Hmm.
1: Some low. I also like to go with the
3: uh, no whammy, no whammy, no whammy method
1: <laughs> yes it's a, a classic professional concentration method. Yes, classic
4: flawless it takes um, it
3: takes time to hone that skill mm-hmm. this is manifestation
4: came, this, yes this is this, this something that came up the other day that I saw have any of you actually seen an episode of the game show Press Your luck
1: Oh, that. that's what it, yeah. I said. Classic what concentration, but you're right. It's a, it's the show is called press your luck. And the whammies were these, yes, I have the whammies were these okay. little creatures that would sometimes <laughs> come up in like the random kind of role of the contestant and they would whammy you and take your money and prizes. Yeah. yeah.
4: Yeah. It was great. And I said, the show that you also featured on Ross had a sketch that was based on that game show yeah. loosely also.
0: Yeah, Chunky from I Think You Should
4: Leave is very much based on the whammies. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And what's funny is that show, it was a pretty popular show, but it ended up going off the air because somebody, one of the contestants figured out the pattern and went on the show and proceeded to destroy the entire board and just ruined the whole premise and they canceled it.
2: Wait, this is Prisoner's Dilemma? Uh,
1: No. No, no. no, We're we're talking about... We're talking about uh, Pressure Luck. Yeah, Pressure Luck, yeah, the game show. <laughs> well, that's like how people figured out how to cheat at Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. I mean, uh, <laughs> Yeah. Like uh, how how bizarre that people I, like game it that hard.
2: Y'all know that's, that's how our friend Lee Mulligan oh, You all know that's how our friend Brennan Lee Mulligan moved to LA, right? He He won? He Won like fifty grand on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Oh, in no LA. way!
3: I didn't That's know that Netflix
2: on the internet.
1: Crazy! Boy, wow. Is there anything about that guy I'm not jealous of?
4: Right. <laughs> I actually tested into a contestant spot uh, for Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, but the producers turned me down because they thought I was too boring.
3: Aww. <laughs> That's so well, we
2: don't think you're you
4: wrong. I don't it it's like, do you you
2: could you be more desperate or like
3: cry <laughs> more in your audition or something? Yeah, I know. I didn't have you're a good such answer. A what if you won guy. a million
4: dollars, what would you do? And I didn't have a good answer.
3: You're like, uh, I'd spend it, buy an ornithopter. It's <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs> like, yeah, I'd buy an ornithopter. Yeah, today, if I were to do it again, and that's give the what cat I would a say. name. I would, yep. And why aren't ornithopters mm-hmm. commercially available in 2022 in America? Uh that question uh I, I leave to you the audience to to respond and answer for us. Yeah. We need uh, some for weird now, need your conspiracy to build st-
3: the- theories in the comments. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Why are they trying to keep us from airplanes with uh, dragonfly physics?
1: Right? It all, it's all connected. They they they're hiding they're it there. for a reason, man. Um all right. Uh well, speaking of ornithopters, you guys are in a different kind of flying craft. Your characters are in a spacecraft that has been repaired for you by Teresa, the spice smuggler. Um, you stole some components from the Arrakis spaceport to get an old Hulk of a spacecraft up and running so that you could travel to Siege Alburn, a secret siege deep in the deserts of Arrakis in order to steal or possibly learn how to ride a sandworm. I don't think that you've decided which you want to do yet. Why are you doing this? Why are you stealing a sandworm? Why? It's because when the Atreides rose to power, they completely stripped house Harkonnen and all of the Harkonnen vassals of their fiefdoms. And so you have been stripped of house, stripped of power, stripped of your position until you were approached by Fenton Quill, a Harkonnen agent who offered you a new planet exactly it's almost like exactly like Arrakis. It's just missing one thing. It's missing a sandworm. And so you, you arrived in Arakeen, you found out where the materials you needed were. You found out how to get a spacecraft that could hold the worm. You found out how to get the parts you needed to get it running again. You found out who would have a worm or, or knowledge about how to get one, a rogue siege out of the desert named siege, Alburn. And now you are, uh, you are going there, uh, as we speak. (coughs) And so, um, I must describe the journey because you've decided to just fly out there in a spacecraft. Well, spacecraft in Dune, um, you know, we, we spoke about the hayliners, which are giant miles long starships that um, that fold space uh, and uh, the guild navigators are the only ones that can fly them. But we haven't talked about uh, the smaller spacecraft quite as much, and it's interesting that you're trying to use this just to go to a siege out in the desert because these are orbital transports, which means that you're literally going to have to shoot yourself into orbit and then shoot yourself back down through the atmosphere and try to kind of hit a pinpoint location uh, and land near this siege. And um, Teresa has repaired the spacecraft for you, but I didn't tell you how her role went.
0: Mm-hmm. And so... I don't like those air quotes you just did.
1: Well, she well, she did repair. She repaired yeah. it. She, she, she took the components you stole from the spaceport. She put them into the ship. It lifted off at the end of last week's uh, session... Um, and so now uh, you, uh, you you have ascended through the atmosphere. The ship's kind of shaking. Uh, normally, uh orbital transport would have a little bit of a smoother ride, but this one is old and very corroded. And you're all in this thing. And you, you should know that even though the, the, the part that you're in, the, the sort of cockpit or bridge of the thing is quite small, the cargo hold of the thing is tremendously massive. It's the size of several buildings. So um, this thing is lifting off, off out of the Iraqi night, uh, out into the desert. Um, I told you that it would be conspicuous uh, to take off in this thing. And I got to tell you, I'm adding threat for it. I know I did that last time because of what went down at the archive when you found out where to find Siech Alburn, But I'm doing it again. I'm bringing myself up to four threat because you have basically let people in Arakeen know that you're here. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether they will follow you out into the desert with your starship uh, is left uh, is left up for a question right now. But um, your ship heads up through the atmosphere, and now you are trying the delicate maneuver where you bring it back down to that pinpoint, that exact location that you found in the maps of kinds that lead you to Siege Alburn. And so I would like to know, who's piloting this thing? Not I. I mean,
0: I, mean, I think we had... Uh we we were counting on the on the confidence of Aurelius to grow. Yeah, I think I have to do
1: it.
4: Mm, yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> uh, I, I have to do it. Always a great sign from a player. <laughs> you yeah,
2: have to believe much, in your dice.
1: Much like
0: throwing scarecrows around repair. I think I have to do it. <laughs> Always <laughs> makes your heart brim with anticipation <laughs> and confidence.
1: Right. That's right okay um aurelius um as you um descend through the uh through the stratosphere toward uh the baked because uh, because it, it takes you a couple hours to kind of pull off this maneuver um and uh the sun is coming up again as you as you slowly descend through the atmosphere the cloudless atmosphere uh down to where you think Siege Alburn is and then um uh, suddenly um lights start going on on the console console and those lights are red. And you realize that while uh, our friend Teresa got a partial success, she didn't quite get enough successes oh, no. to give you a perfect ship. And so oh, the suspe- the suspensor fields that you use to land the ship are completely not working. They are, <laughs> no. they are not, uh, operable. Uh, and so uh, I'm going to uh, give this scene a trait uh, called perilous. Uh, and uh, I'm going to say that you have to roll at a higher difficulty because of that trait um, in order to land this thing. Because instead of just kind of coming down and then depending on the suspensor fields to give you a nice cushion, you've got to somehow kind of bring this thing in slowly over the sand uh, so that it doesn't crash into the earth Uh Forgive me, into arrakis. Um so, uh, what are you going to use? What skill are you going to use? Well, I guess I have to use move. How is your move skill? What, what, what how much move skill do you have? It's five. And I okay. have
4: uh, the focus grace, so which is not this is not really what I was picturing when I took that. So I don't think I should use the focus. Actually,
1: if yeah. I may, I don't mean to argue with you. Uh, far be it from me to let a player take away advantages, but I would say a graceful landing is something that's possible with an aircraft. Okay. So I'm going to
4: allow you to apply that. Thank you. That's very generous. Very un LaValley like of you. I, I applaud you. <laughs> and uh, for the new my- teacher's here. Uh, he won't hurt you anymore. <laughs> got- the son is here. We get to watch a movie today. Sweet. Uh, And so for the drive, my highest score is justice. the reason the case I would make for using it is that my drive statement is I will bring down a house of tradies by any means necessary. And in this case, I'm actually bringing down another house in the process, literally.
1: So just, um, I'll allow it. You can use determination for this, uh, which I think is, is maybe something you want to do. Um, because I'm going to say that it's going to it's going to take three successes. Okay. Um, I have two momentum in the momentum pool for you right now, and I have four four threat. Um, and you you can use determination on this if you'd like. Okay, I will
4: use determination to get an automatic one on on one of the dice. Right. So you already have two successes. Yeah. Right. Okay. So and then I will spend a point of momentum to roll an extra dice, so I will roll two dice and try to get under my total, which is 13. Okay. <laughs> two 17s. Two natty 17s. Don't roll
2: like that! <laughs> the
1: spacecraft smashes into the Desert Saints. All of you are knocked about horribly, uh, bruised and, and battered as the ship grinds along the bedrock beneath the sand. Uh, and, and soon it comes to a very rough stop rolling over in the sand. Um, it, it, you are buried in sand. Um, you have definitely announced your presence to anybody who's out here and your ship may not be operable without some sort of repairs Um, you (laughs) are currently in seats hanging uh, sideways inside of the ship uh, like strapped in Uh, that's the only thing that's keeping you in your seat Um, what would you like to do next
3: uh, I, think I if imagine you look- I unstrap and then just fall to whatever surface.
1: Yes, yes. <laughs> is everyone all right?
0: <clears throat> I think if you look at Pharos just for a second, like the eyes are wrong. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> he's drifted out of out of phase, and like has to kind of like uh, get back into into the, the visage. He's again taken on the guise of the um, of the uh, Naib of the of the of the long ago siege um, uh, Ktef Dalub. And he also like stumbles out of his restraints.
1: Great! So I, I use ride. my
2: pranabindu conditioning to keep all of my muscles limber.
1: Great! That's yes, the way you, you have to say that word. <laughs> yes, you are limber, limber, uh, and you you um, you dexterously uh, spider like uh, crawl out of your uh, out of your restraints and onto the side of the the ship's wall. Um, so everybody has extricated themselves from the ship if they'd like, um, mm. and you did procure uh, high-quality still suits for everybody. Um, and I told you that if you try to create an asset, you did so well in that role, Corin. That if you try to create an asset later for some sort of survival gear you need, I'll probably make it a little easier than normal because of how well mm-hmm. you did. Good um, to know. So um, now here's the here's the here's the good news. You do think that you're pro- you're near Siege Alburn. Um, and in fact, uh, are you exiting the craft? Is anybody exiting the craft? Or there's something? Is there something you'd like to do before you exit the craft?
3: Uh, can we just look? Is there? Can we just look out? I'm imagining there's windows just to see what.
1: Yeah, th- there are actually these the immediate- weird. There's these weird cameras that kind of like are, are almost more like spy glasses with like long tubing that come down into the ship, and you can hmm. use that uh, and you look into you, you know this these weird periscope like appendages, and you see, um, far off on a rocky hill nearby lots of little white um, figures moving out and toward your position. Hmm. It was a, it was a spacecraft craft. (laughs) (laughs) They're interested.
2: I think we might need a plan.
1: Yeah.
4: Like, I apologize uh, to all of you, that was a bit rougher than I had intended but any landing you can walk away from is so they say but I think we're not here
2: simply to exist we're here to create a new world for ourselves and our followers and to do that we will need this ship to carry a worm
4: of course my lady I do apologize I will I will do my best to repair the ship if I can
2: I should hope so this is not looking good
1: Okay, so you're going to repair the ship, actually. Are you going to do that right now? Or are you going to wait till later? Are you going to wait? Because it looks like a, a, a party is coming out to meet you yeah, all. Yeah, I think yeah. given the fact that we have people. Also,
4: I mean, if we crash like, in the deep desert, that would seem to be a, 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 an, a, an amount of noise that might also just draw a worm on its own.
1: So... Oh. You know. Well, why are you why are you helping me? Uh, Skid.
4: <laughs> no, you're like, oh, I are mean, not even supposed da, to like da, 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 da. walk. regularly.
1: <laughs> teacher, we're supposed to have worm homework.
4: <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> teacher, we were supposed to have worm sign. <laughs> um,
1: yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah. Uh, well, Aurelius, I think uh, would would kind of let you know that 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 is a danger, uh, and now you're worried about a worm uh, coming toward you as well. What would everybody like to do?
2: I think we need to know whether we hide from these people, we fight them, probably not a good idea, or we bring them around to our way of thinking.
0: Hmm. I feel as though that they are going to... They're going to come to us. This is their desert. They know its ways. They will find us. Mm
3: -hmm. It's, it's, It's dangerous enough for them to come out here, given the dangers... So maybe they're not hostile.
2: I think think that we should prepare
3: for it, but Hmm. given what we know, they might not be our enemies.
2: And uh, very much so. Exactly what you said, Korn. I think that our interests could align. If they are not standing with this Muad'Dib, this Paul... Then they would want to see his downfall brought about by competitors in spice.
0: The enemy of my enemy is sometimes my friend.
2: Mm. Yes, I believe Great. the greatest question is who will you be on this day, Pharos?
0: I feel like we're deep enough in the de- yeah. Good question. Good question. Yes, yeah. is it strategy to be a to be a, another. um... Fremen, or to be uh, an off-worlder, if they're rogue and and perhaps suspicious of and at war with other Fremen, it might be uh might be in my interest to go as.
2: What about s- a planetologist?
0: Yeah, hmm. I, uh, yeah, I think that's a good guy. I mean, you, I never you wear
2: the planetologist shirt.
0: Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, I have the Erakim Planetology University.
1: Take Harvard
0: Yeah, are you um, going to make yourself into Liet Kynes? I mean, I could take a swing. I, I don't. I don't think I've ever seen them. Although, uh, I, but I guess that could be a role. Because we lived on Arrakis for quite a while, when, is there an when author's page <laughs> in, in this
2: in this big tome that I carry? Is there an author's by page?
1: <laughs> there is not a photo of the author uh, standing in front of a m- mantle, oh, uh, holding his writer award. Um, no, I think that uh, I think that, though it's possible that you've seen him before. Do you want to roll to try to create that exact guy, or do you want to just create? Or do you want to create some other guys that's just sort of more uh, something a little safer, a little easier? I'm gonna I'm gonna go
0: for uh not not to not to tamp down suspense, but I think it, I think it's it's just wise to be a planetologist, not necessarily yeah, the, the most famous the <laughs> planetologist who is who who, who is dead. I, I know is connected in tangential ways to the fremen theology that they
1: are heretical to. Very good. Um, So you adopt a a studious uh, gentleman's demeanor, is is this correct? That's correct. Okay. Um, So you look like kind of a random scientist, a a scholar of some sort. Yeah. Love it. Okay. Uh, Very good. Um, I can tell you that uh, looking out of your little uh, periscope, um, you see uh, that the, uh, the figures that you were clocking earlier have gone behind some dunes. It's going to be a little while before they arrive, uh, but uh, moving your periscope around, you see um, kind of far off in another direction, sand sort of uh, splashing into the air. Leave
0: believe this is what the ancients referred to as deja vu.
2: We have been here before, have we not?
0: And then I, I think we should scan for stony outcroppings. Um... Rocks that we could that we could uh, get up on to elude,
1: shy elude. Right. <laughs> um, you know what, everybody? There is one, um, and uh, it's not too far away. Um, it's kind of a roll away. Um, if everybody would like to try for it, or you could stay inside of your uh, craft. It's quite large. It's large enough to hold a sandworm. Right. Shut so.
2: Did we remember to pack our ground car in the cargo bay, or?
1: Well, you know what? It's something that um, I, th- I believe that Skid's character now has as an asset. So, yes, you do. Okay. Right. Wouldn't I mean, the- why? Why wouldn't you? It would fit in a cargo yeah, bay. It's, of a I, added it to, I, I
0: think I added it to
1: my assets.
0: So okay. Yeah. So I, you I I have would, it. We, yeah. We've got it. Nice. Wanna, t- let's. Did it? If it's not damaged in the crash, I say we hop on and.
2: Did we describe it? Is it like an old school Cadillac kind of look? Or? <laughs> it's more yeah, like, it's like, a like a a, hydraulics.
1: Yeah, it's it's rickety truck without wheels. It's got okay. ground effects. Um. <laughs> um, you um, you head back into the cargo hold, and uh, the ground car is kind of like uh, uh, you know, it's kind of at a odd angle. Um, it it was really shaken and smashed about in the crash, um, uh, like if. Because it has a suspensor field, if people tried in concert to kind of push it, they might be able to push it back down to the position it needs to get into. Uh, and then you could try to take it across the sand before the sandworm gets here, but it's on its way. And with a
2: judging eye at uh, Aurelius and say, we have to get you driving lessons.
4: Uh, yes. I, um, one question quickly. Yes, please. It's a suspensor fields. Do they do the same thing as like shields do, as far as driving worms insane, or or they
1: they don't do that? Do we know? Um, that is a hmm. really really great question. I don't mm. believe that they do the same thing. They are not okay. a shield. If you fire at a suspensor field, the blast goes through it, so okay. they are different. Okay, cool. Um, then, uh, yes. then yeah, let's
0: try to move it. Get it. Get it into position. Yeah.
1: Then uh, yes. Yeah, so what you're doing is you're trying to like it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, the size of a truck. But it does have these sort of anti-grav suspensors on it. So it's a little easier to move than a truck. And the four of you are trying to like get it off of the wall where it's kind of like smashed up against and get all these like cargo uh, boxes out of the way and get it down to where you can just drive it out the back of your ship, even though your ship is currently sideways. So who is going to be the primary actor here? And the other uh, players can assist with this if they'd like to.
0: Feel like it's my asset. I might as well do the honors. Do very it. good, sure, great. But I, but so, I will take all the assistance you have to offer.
1: <laughs> okay, very good. Um, so I will ask uh, first, uh, which uh, which skill and drive are you going to use here? Um. <laughs>
0: now here's where I may have to turn into uh, old time lawyer to. <laughs> Now, I'd understand, Your Honor, that that move would seem to be
2: uh, the most most apropos
0: of the uh, skills in question. However, could it not be argued that discipline, um, that the focus uh, in attendance of body control, might be apropos to uh, maneuvering the gyroscopic uh, controls of such a device? Sustained
1: counselor, <laughs> sustained. <laughs>
0: very wise, you very
1: wise. <laughs> uh, Yes, you uh, you can do that. that. That makes perfect sense to me. So, All right, great. Especially um, if
0: I'm if I'm taking the lead on the move, then discipline might help to guide people as we move in concert. Uh, so I'll do discipline and, jeez, um, like uh, this seems like almost like a duty thing. I gotta, we gotta.
1: I'm trying to. Yeah, I'm trying that's to. A- um. Work for the good of the work for the good of the crew. That's great. Now check this out. You don't roll yet. We're gonna find out if uh, how your friends help. So anybody that wants to help, put together uh, the same pool. I think. Well, I, you could use a different drive, but you're gonna all roll discipline uh, okay. to try to help him. You're working in concert. He's kind of giving you orders, uh, <laughs> and you're gonna try to roll a drive plus discipline. You're gonna roll one die, not two dice this time. And okay. the successes that you three get will be added to Pharaoh's successes. If he is successful. Okay. Whew, Does that make thanks. sense? Yes. So, um, so I so, still have to be successful, but if I am, these successes are added to my successes. You have to score at least one success. Gotcha. And then those successes are added to yours. Okay. So, um, can I have, uh, our friend, mother pominy uh, our friend, uh, Aurelius and our friend Corrin all roll their one die, and it's a discipline plus whatever drive you like. You're just assisting.
3: But you said we're only rolling one die.
1: Just one die. Just That's one. how assistance okay. works in this right. game.
3: Okay. Okay. I rolled...
1: Uh.
4: One success for Aurelius. How'd you do,
1: Corrin?
3: Uh, I rolled a three under a seven.
1: Nice. You rolled a success. And how about uh, Mother Pomni?
3: Uh,
2: I so well, I don't touch things. That's not a thing that I do. I, I also... Um, discipline is command, uh, and I did not succeed.
1: You did not. Okay, so you have two extra successes coming to you, uh, my friend. Right. Here's where I tell you that the amount of successes needed to move an entire ground car into position here are four. Okay, okay. So you have two extra coming to you, but you need to get... You need to get two. You need to succeed and then get another one. Okay. Do um do we have any momentum left? I have down I think I have
0: three momentum here for you. That okay. doesn't seem right. Is it No, one
1: um maybe we one. We were at one. one. We were at it's, one. It's, yeah, okay. It's Sorry about scene, that. a new scene
3: though. Is that
1: Oh, it's a new scene, so even that one is potentially gone away.
3: <gasps> okay. But we have we can oh. spend threat though. You How would you, you
1: like some threat? threat. Yeah. Would you I like would some love threat? some thread. You're going to give me two thread and take a dive? That's right, sir. Do it. Okay. All right,
0: here comes the three rolls. I got to get Oh boy. So this is actually not that great a roll for me, but I uh I've got to get under 11 to get under uh um duty and move. You got to do it twice. Who boy. One failure. Oh no. <laughs>
1: failures oh no, <laughs> no. Got a under my focus of five um you are you are not able to wait wait uh, i got one more coming because i bought a thread here we go it's gonna be a three it's gonna be it's gonna be a three it's gonna be a four it's gonna
0: be five oh, and it's fine no, no, it's a Guys, three. everything's fine here be- we go Becker called it it's fine it's gonna be three Our last one was a 10. It still works. <laughs> but it's only three successes. Uh.
1: Yes, it's three successes. So um, basically, as you're pulling the ground card down, it, you guys lose control of it. It smashes into the ground. It's like upside down. There's no way to get it back now because it's a, a giant heavy thing, and the suspensor field is on the bottom facing up at you right now, and there's no way to get it rolling. So now you have precious little time. Are you going to run out the back of the cargo bay and run for that rock outcropping, or are you going to... Try to stay in the safety of your spacecraft and, and hope things go okay.
2: I think we all know just from our little knowledge of Fremen culture, of being on Arrakis, it, this ship is not safe here from a worm. And the less is going to run.
3: Yeah. Run for the hills, not in a pattern.
2: <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> Boy. Okay. As I'm
3: shaking the using my scarf to, like, wipe the sand out of my mouth from the fall.
1: Um, this is not a conflict. This is going to be a single roll to just kind of get across the sand quickly. Yeah. I have really bad news for you, though. The, 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 the sandworm, uh, you can see now just, you can see the top of its ridges breaking the sand just like, you know, 300 meters out from the ship as you exit the cargo bay of the ship. Um, There is a really strange sensation of all of the sand around you moving, but there's not a lot of sound. There is, however, a smell, a sharp tang of cinnamon is suddenly filling (sighs) the air. Um, And uh, the whole thing feels very surreal, like you're not part of reality anymore, Um, But that rock outcropping, uh, it's reachable with a single run, uh, and let's have each of you do it one at a time. The consequences of failure here are quite high, and I might have to give someone a defeat, and that defeat might be a death and swallowed by a sandworm.
2: Don't do that. Uh, Don't do that, Jared.
1: my stars. Okay. (laughs) It can happen. It can happen. So uh, here we go. I would like to uh, see, uh, since the Duchess was the one that was running out the door first, please give me that roll. What roll are you going to use to get it to that rock out- outcropping?
2: I think justice. The universe owes you nothing. I have to... Nothing is owed to me. I must get this for myself. Uh-huh. And... Uh, battle tactics.
1: Battle tactics. Okay. Uh, you're going to use battle here. Okay. Um, I'm going to allow it in this case. It's kind of like you know this is this has become a battlefield all of a sudden. Don't roll it yet. We're going to all roll at once because we're all running at once. Okay. Um, Pharos, what are you going to use again? Discipline, which I can argue makes
0: sense here because of the, skill, the focus of body control um, and uh, power. Power belongs to the righteous. I I am not meant to die here. Mm-hmm. My cause is righteous. I but but. God helps those that help themselves. I must expend
1: all my power to receive the blessing of power. So we have no momentum in the pool as we uh, head into these uh, rolls. Okay, um, let's ask Aurelius, what are you going to roll? Uh, I will use move with my grace focus
4: to move in a way to confound the worm. And I will use my faith drive, uh, my statement is, the because with my newfound devotion to the Bene Gesserit order, the Bene Gesserit path will guide my
1: steps.
3: So that seems <laughs> quite literally
1: appropriate. Yeah, yes, literally. yes, quite literally. And finally, Corin, what are you going to use?
3: I am going to do what most humans do in very dire oh shit situations and rely on faith.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And also use my <laughs> discipline and survival.
1: Uh, oh, that because makes, that's
3: survival's very important to me right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so a
1: couple of you have really good focuses for this, which could help you. I mean, it needs to help you. I can tell you that um, I'm going to go ahead and levy. Uh, this is really tough because, uh, but I think it's two successes to get to this rock outcropping. Oh, what? Okay. Yes. So we'll does anybody to want? Die. So give, I'll give me. You threat. Okay, you want to give me threat?
3: I think we should all give him a threat.
1: <laughs> Is everybody giving me a threat or a threat? <sighs> you know what? you each it. get an extra die.
3: I, I got to roll under a
1: fourteen.
4: Hmm. Yeah, let's. I mean, I high stakes
3: threat. Let's do it. Yeah,
4: we should each give threat.
1: Okay, I have a. T- I mean, my threat now. I it was already at. Uh, let's see. It was at. Yeah, I'm at I'm at s- I'm at ten now. Yeah, that's oh, right. Okay. What? Um, yeah, I'm at ten thread, and boy, if you don't think Ooh, I'm baby. gonna spend that, you are wrong. Uh, okay. Um, so uh, here we go. I'm, see, I can be a hard GM too. I'm like Troy. I'm a meanie. All right. Uh, here we go, uh, everybody. Uh, let me just narrate for a second as the things head bursts up out of the sand. You can feel the ground beneath you just plummeting down into the earth and the ship that you left out there is like like flipping again and it's flipping toward all of you and it's blocking out the sun as it as the worm flips it over and it's coming down on all of you and you're trying to run out of its shadow as the ship flops towards you and roll. <gasps>
2: Oh god! Any can I uh, use your yeah, uh,
3: Reroll. <laughs> <laughs> I am so glad I took that threat.
0: Oh my yeah. god, me too. All yeah. right, so who succeeded? Oh no! <laughs> uh,
2: I want to roll a different thing. Fuck! I'm gonna die. <laughs> but if I had used my Prana Bindu, I would live. But I I picked the wrong trait.
1: Who succeeded?
2: I did.
0: Okay. I got three successes. I got oh. a complication I
2: I got a nat oh. twenty, oh. and I did not succeed.
1: Oh. oh my! Oh my! Oh my! Oh my! So, um, Grace. So it looks like the Duchess is the only one who failed. Is that correct? Yeah, I got okay. two failures, but I got a crit. I got a
4: four on one die, so I got two.
1: So you got the two you needed, and uh, and it sounds like Corin, you generated a point of momentum, um, and uh, Corin, this point of momentum. Uh, wait, let me let me just make sure. Pharos, did you generate any momentum?
0: I did. We were trying to hit two successes, right?
1: That's right. Yeah, and I got three. So okay, yes. great. Oh. So there's two I, did,
3: I don't think I did because I I got the two.
1: Okay, I'm skip- sorry. So I got it wrong. Pharos, you generated a point of momentum. I'm going to let you do one thing, me. other than run to that outcropping, and you have to okay. spend this momentum to do it. What is the one thing that you do as you're running to that outcropping? And currently
0: the ship is listing over. It's listing uh, over to smash to you all, yeah. Us. It's like Prometheus. <sighs> so it's, it's okay. It's beyond the worm. Part of me would be like, I place a thumper to distract, but that's not going to do anything about the crushing ship. <laughs> um, the th- one thing I will do is still with that bodily control, like just... Sh- shift over and see, see if I, I... I feel like this This complication maybe or, or like obviously the, the Duchess is stumbling or fear coming out thank from you, under her. Thank you, thank
1: you. Yes, sometimes I need the player's help and that is the exact complication. The Duchess has fallen. The Duchess has fallen to her knees uh, and uh, the ship is listing over to crush her. And so I will attempt to, with that um,
0: bodily control, attempt to sweep around throw my hand out like a like a whipcord to catch her and pull her to her feet so that we can then run
1: the rest of the way you're spending the momentum Yes, I'll allow her to piggyback with you. Um, you, it, it, your, your arm actually stretches longer than an arm. Show, yeah. Yeah. Mr.
0: Fantastic, you
1: see, yeah. it's <laughs> like bone. Like
0: it, it looks as though my shoulder and my elbow dislocate as the uh, as, <laughs> as the hand goes towards you, almost like a rope. But when you touch it, it feels like flesh, oh. and, and you see like agony in the eyes of of pharaohs and you realize that maybe for the first time that as these shifts and changes take place that it is painful Ooh. and like uh as he pulls you up and
1: uh, out of the sand wow it's so cool and gross the ship crashes back to the earth as the worm sort of hits it head on and then turns you know uh because it is too big for the worm to just consume it's just it's too big of a ship Um, and you all make it to the rock outcropping and you're climbing up the rock outcropping to get out of reach of the worm and when you come up over the lip of the rock outcropping you realize that it's the beginning of a shelf leading off into the distance and on this shelf of rock stand uh, at least eight Fremen uh, Mm -hmm. in white robes and they're all standing looking at you and looking uh, at the worm down below Uh, and they... uh, one of them says look at you why do you taunt Shai Halud he has been merciful this day
2: our apologies
1: he walks forward and he uh, kneels down at where the duchess is you know I mean you guys have just barely crawled up over the lip of this rock he looks down at you where you're laying there and it's like Why should I not kick you back down to the Maker Worm and let him fulfill the destiny that was just robbed of him?
2: Because we come to you with an opportunity to provide you with the justice that you seek in the name of the Bene Gesserit.
1: (laughs) The Bene Gesserit? (laughs) You think that they know what we want.
2: Is it not worth listening to?
1: Mm. Bring them back to the siege. (laughs) And uh, Fremen start pulling you up uh, and leading you uh, along the rock shelf back toward uh, where eventually you you, you couldn't see it with your periscope before because they're so well sort of camouflaged by the rock but there are these wind traps and they are these big sort of vent-like obstructions that kind of uh, look like, you know, they're perfectly camouflaged to look like part of the rock, but when you get close, you see all the slats that catch the wind and draw just a little bit of moisture from it. Uh, And they walk you through these massive wind trap constructions uh, and then uh, the uh, Fremen leader turns around and says stop here. No further. I will not take you into Siege Alburn until I know what it is you are offering. If I do not like your offer, the desert can take you. Perhaps you will rendezvous again with Shai Hulud.
2: Might we know your
1: name? I am Naib of this Siege. I am called Dab.
2: It is an honor... Uh, I take a
3: deep bow.
0: We, I follow
1: suit. Me too. As do I. All right. He's like, why are you bowing to me? Get up. I do. How did you find us out here? And what do you want? I can't trust you, so I'm not going to let you into my community.
3: Do you enjoy... The freedom to rule yours amongst yourselves without being oppressed by others.
1: Yes, and we have always lived this way. The recent changes in how our brethren uh, behave, their jihad, it has not changed our way of life. We maintain the old ways here, and seek out burn.
3: We too seek to live out in the old ways without being oppressed by others
1: <laughs> you say this to me look at you you have adopted the ways of the foreigners of the newcomers to our planet you expect me to believe that you know the old ways <laughs> wearing come, different come, what is your offer I, I wish to laugh more
3: Wearing a different garb does not mean that we don't seek the same things for ourselves.
1: Tell me what this is that you seek, and I will decide whether I seek it as well.
2: If I may. I was once a duchess of this planet, and that was taken from me. As much too may be taken from your siege, you are being hunted... You are being sought after because you will not succumb, because you honor these old ways that we respect in you. It is our desire to help you maintain them by taking away power from those that your brethren have pledged fealty to. And the only way to do this is by creating competition in the Imperium. That is the gift we can offer you which of course will help us as well Therefore you can see our interests are aligned
1: If I am being hunted It is because someone has crashed A starship on my doorstep Why should I not Throw you to your authorities That you seek to rebel against Why should I not give you up And keep the location of my siege Hidden and safe
2: Praise, praise God keeps that, that for have, you.
0: Praise Shaholud that we have come To you and first For our coming heralds The coming of others. If it was not us, it would have been hundreds of others to drive you from this desert and claim this siege for their own. Shaitan has placed his messenger on the throne of this planet and we would cast him off. Is this
1: not enough for you? It is not enough. You have still not told me what you want from me. (laughs) What we
2: want from you is simple. be honest your aid in finding a young Shihalud that might be willing to create this competition elsewhere in the Imperium.
1: You want what?
2: We want a worm. We want you to help us get it.
1: I'm spending two threat. (laughs) They are completely um, disgusted and horrified Makes sense by this suggestion (laughs) I can't be coy
2: Jared you keep asking I gotta tell him
1: uh, Becca Scott you are the best player but I did tell the party that taking a worm from the desert would be viewed as sacrilege by the Fremen Uh, and now in this role playing scene you have doubled down (laughs) down on it Um, and so uh, he goes that is blasphemy we will take your water and let the memory of you fade forever you are you are abominations against jai Hulud. uh and uh he and his fellow fremen uh pull start to pull their Chris knives um I'm going to make the scene um Fuck. Uh, was i uh, i'm gonna make a trade threatening again, which means that it's 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 harder now you can get yeah. one last. Uh, Hail Mary attempt to save <laughs> yeah. this diploma, uh, diplomatically. We never really discussed
0: Isn't what it our like, cover obviously. story was for, yeah. This, yeah. <laughs> for this little
1: interaction. Um, well, you had a lot of <laughs> other things to worry about. Yeah. Uh,
4: Aurelius, like he throws up his hands and he says, No, no! Do not doom yourselves as well as us! What of the prophecy? And he looks at the Duchess. Hoping that there is some element in the myths that the Benny Jessard have planted in these different systems that could be applied to our situation that could save our ass right now.
1: Um, yeah. Uh, I love that. I love that the Duchess is the one that got you into hot water here, and you're like, throwing it back to the Duchess.
2: <laughs> 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 this yeah, is. But, a- hey, let's go mechanical
1: let's go mechanical I think that we should um, so this is going to be uh, a high difficulty roll because of how far it's progressed but um, if you can come up with a way to kind of manipulate their you know basically what, what, what uh, Aurelius is, is throwing to you is manipulate their religious beliefs it's what the Bene Gesserit do so you need to figure out a way to do that and then you need to roll what are you going to roll
2: Uh, happy to take help, friends. I would say this is definitely an attempt of knowledge of past events.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, sure. for those who don't know, in the world of of Dune, the the, the Bene Gesserit seed myths on de- on developing planets mm-hmm. that will such that generations later um, they can appear as the fulfillment of prophecy they themselves
4: planted. Centuries ago. ago. Yeah. Which yeah. um, yeah. is where Moadib came from, the whole idea of like Paul rising yeah. it was, like, it was like, the result of these. Check prophecies.
3: that rock carving.
4: Right. Right. So <laughs> and it's if these
3: like stick figures of us
0: Right. <laughs> <Yeah. exactly. laughs> but, if, but if these if this is like a heretical sect that does not accept that, that uh Paul Atreides is the voice from another world that's supposed to that's supposed to be this messianic figure. I mean, perhaps you could try to convince them that it's you or... Well, or yeah. that he's
2: not the right one. I mean, this is like right. Christianity versus Judaism that... Like, right. Just not,
1: right. The,
2: not, just not my savior yet. I'm still waiting.
1: Right. It sounds like you've hit upon a strategy of sorts. Would you like to uh, turn this into a dice roll now?
2: I would, but I have to say something cool. Uh
1: Of course. Oh, well, here's how I like to do it. You roll, and if you roll well, you get to say something cool. But if you roll poorly, I tell you what (laughs) (laughs) happens.
2: Excellent. Uh, In this Hail Mary moment to not all die horribly at the Chris knives of these Fremen, I would like to use my immense knowledge not only from myself and my Benny Gesserit training on Wallach 9, but also from looking back into all of the collective knowledge of those who trained me on, uh, in, through the agony and I inherited their other memory. So, mm. if you don't mind... You want
1: three automatic successes on this roll yes. and I am going to <laughs> deny that request and here's why. The uh, other memory helps you remember things. It does not help you talk to a Fremen and that is what you are doing right now you uh, are possibly going to use knowledge from your other memory here but you are doing you are making a last-ditch effort at diplomacy right now by manipulating their religious beliefs that's talking that's uh you know perhaps for example if pharaohs were making the role his charm focus would matter um do you have a focus in communicate or is there another skill that you'd like to use uh what do you think
2: Communicate definitely. I have inspiration.
1: Inspiration. Oh my god, that would That's... that would work in this context. Cool, so um, I need an inspiration roll, and you need uh, to give. You have zero momentum, but I'm going to be really nice. You need at least. Well, I'm sorry, it's a threatening situation. You need two successes to uh, to to get them to stop with their knives right now.
2: Uh, I would like to use power. Uh, as well as communicate, the Benny Jesuit will control the Imperium, and then mm-hmm. I would like to give you Perfect. one threat. I know you have eight, but yeah, um, I want it. another die.
1: Okay. Yeah. Good idea.
2: Okay. Oh, and because um, this
0: is a communicate test, can Aurelius help assist you to re-roll I can. failures? You can Aurelius. re-roll a failed die. Okay. So perhaps he's like, told you some of this. No. Yes, so. Yeah.
3: My communicate is lousy. <gasps>
2: gotta be kidding me I rolled three sevens
4: Oh, nice! And, uh, wow.
2: <laughs> these were the dune came with the book dice, so they've been blessed uh, by Shai Haluud Monifius, and uh, <laughs> so that's six successes because yes. uh, inspiration. Wow. I needed seven, uh, eight oh or below. Holy.
1: Wow! You only needed four, and you got six. I it's mean, incredible. you only needed—I'm sorry—you only needed two, and you got six. So you got four momentum is what you generated. I'm going to go ahead and tell you what you get for free. You are inspired by your other memory and by Aurelius, really, uh, who gives you the hint that this is the way to go, to really, really kind of stress the fact that Paul Atreides is not the Kwisatz Haderach. He is not the Chosen One. He is not the Messiah. You know it, and I know it. And when you start saying that, they stop pulling out their crisp knives, and their eyes go wide. And now, if you'd like to spend any of this momentum that you just generated, the four momentum you just generated, I can give you additional benefits to the things that you're saying. And then I'll, of course, allow you to say it. I'm sorry for putting words in your mouth. No, I like words important.
2: in my mouth. I do not yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no problem. So you stress the fact that he is not really the chosen one. That seems to be maybe where their uh, where their heresy lays. Would you like to spend uh, some uh, momentum to get some additional uh, additional um, knowledge?
2: Absolutely. Just add a game for a moment. I'm wondering if either we should present them with who we think the uh, the cho the Kizat is or if they have their own.
1: Either way, I'd like to spend mm-hmm. momentum. How many? Uh, th- this is good. I mean, if you spend one, I'm just going to give you an additional detail that you kind of weave in. That's part of the the missionary protectivas sort of uh, party line that will manipulate them. Yeah. Okay. You, uh, you. All you know, know to say is that uh, the worm is God because they sort of worship the worm. Uh, and if you've stressed that, in addition to stressing that Paul is not the Messiah, you feel like you're gonna you're going to get somewhere with them. So um, let me hear what you say now that you've been given a little bit of like knowledge that you can drop on them.
2: He is traitorous and ruinous. He has manipulated the other Fremen and he has taught them uh, that he is higher than the Shai-Halud. And there is nothing higher than the Shai-Halud. These saints know it. We know it. And you know it.
1: Yes. Yes, you know the truth. That the Messiah will come in the form of, of a worm. He must take the form of a worm. It is prophesied. It is the only truth. How do you know this? How do you know this, Outworlder? Because
2: messages have been sent to us from that worm that we are to find him. Then her, she...
1: Yes. I cannot... I cannot give you what you ask for, but you may enter my siege. Come. Uh, And he, uh... If if you'll follow them, the Fremen will take you into Siege Alburn.
2: Um... Do the other guards have to kill each other because they pulled their Chris knives out? (laughs)
1: Um, (laughs) They started to. Did I say they fully pulled them out? Just checking. They started to, everybody. If I said that I fully pulled them out, go uh, download the episode, (laughs) go to that part of the uh, audio, use a program to delete, edit out that part. And then you have your very own copy of a correct <laughs> canon, <laughs> canonically sound uh, game of Dune. Okay, awesome. I don't think uh, you even said it. Oh, oh, well, maybe I I just did, wanted them to
2: um, fight each other so they can't hurt us.
1: Maybe I did say it, but now everybody has a solution to have a canonically correct game. Okay, um, so uh, you are now in the cave uh, entrance of... Siech-Alburn, massive, gigantic, you know? I mean, a couple apartment blocks could maybe fit inside of this main entrance area. And you see uh, where, uh, like, sort of uh, platforms, stone, stone shelves sort of lead up to the wind traps where you were standing before. Um, and uh, there are paths back to... Uh, the various Yali, where different Fremen live with their families. There are paths into an area where they manufacture s- s- still suits and other things that they need for survival here. Um, and there is a path uh, that is guarded by several uh, Fremen who kind of stand at attention, kind of guarding that area. Uh, and um, your knowledge, Corrin, would tell you that that is probably where the ceremonial uh, portion of the cave is located.
3: I kind of give a head nod to uh, Delessa, and with hand signals kind of let her know the direction. Dob. I acknowledge it. I, I want to ask Dobb if
2: is there any way we may contribute to our skills to the betterment of the siege?
1: I am not sure why you have been given this message uh, but I still do not you still do not know our ways no there is no way for you to contribute to our siege very well you you and I will talk soon rest heal yourselves you may even have a portion of our water and then we shall talk in several hours
2: we owe you much
1: um, uh, it does It does appear that you can explore a little bit if you wish or you can wait for your meeting with him let me know what you'd like to do
2: I gotta grab Pharos by both arms and say you saved my life I owe you everything
0: you have been so kind to me over the years even on Wallach 9 when others looked at me with disdain you never did you have already repaid me for this, and I know in times to come you will repay me again.
2: It would be my honor. I'll never forget that time you almost killed me. So maybe it's... That's all
1: right. <laughs> um, As you wait for your audience with Dobb... As you wait for your audience with Dob, it's perhaps uh, a smart thing to... Think carefully about what you're going to say to him, because the suggestion that you take a worm didn't go over very well with him.
2: Yeah, uh, am I the <laughs> first, best person? Uh,
1: we'll see. Oh well, uh, you, you're the best person at uh, throwing your weight around, Duchess. But uh, uh,
3: perhaps <laughs> a, different, perhaps a di-
1: different approach is, is required. Um, you know what? I'll give you some time to think about what you're going to say to him and how you're going to get this worm out of this cave or get a worm into your broken spaceship. Good Lord, this mission is doomed. I don't know how you're going to get <laughs> yourselves out of this one. Oh, boy, you're in quite a pickle. We'll find out what happens after this word from our sponsors. Welcome to the Siege, everybody. Uh, it's a cozy little spot in the middle of the uh, Arrakis Desert. Uh, it's sandy it's 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 warm it's definitely warm but it's also cool you're down here beneath the crust of arrakis um (laughs) and this is where the fremen live it's where they make their home it's where they gather their moisture where they gather uh, the water of their enemies uh and uh collect it um and so our our party has made it here they have uh, they have Said enough to gain the hospitality of Dob, the Naib of this siege, this rogue siege, siege alburn, but they haven't necessarily uh, convinced him uh, of what they want. So I would like for the players, you know, we, we've jumped into some things and we had to because you were put on the spot. I mean, starships were crashing down on your heads like you didn't have time to think. But now that was on me. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> but now Dob has given you some time to think and plan. And so you, I, I throw it to the players. What are you going to do next? What is the smart move here to get what you want? This First,
2: I take in the deep scent, the potent scent of all these warm bodies collecting water all together.
1: hmm mm. Yes, and in the books, it even says that you can that the that the inside of the siege smells differently. That you actually can smell like a human smell inside of a siege.
0: It's close. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, uh, and I just want to touch on. I feel like Pharaohs having to that little conversation with, uh, um, Reverend Mother Pomeny is kind of like, <laughs> why did you, save Bennett? Like in the Flelax Department, is just a Bennett witch. So, and it's like. And there is something he can't—he can't even name it, but it's it's maternal love that he's feeling. Aww. Like the Lelaku don't have mothers in the conventional sense. It is an extremely patriarchal culture. So it's like there's there's some very like
1: there's a Freudian tangle. Because Reverend
2: can... Mama take care of you. That's why. <laughs>
1: yeah. Speaking of maternal love, I have none of it, and I take away one point of momentum as we enter <laughs> oh, a new no. school. <laughs> <No.
4: laughs>
1: you have two cool. momentum, according to my calculations, and I have one, two, three, one, two, three, four, five, six. Uh, I don't know. It's like eight. Oh, I'm, I, I'm I have threatened. nine yeah. as well. Yeah. 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 So, okay, yeah.
4: nine. Yeah. Yeah. Nine. nine here. Yeah. You should have nine.
3: We shouldn't waste time. No. That room, that room that we saw where the ritual takes place. I feel like there are many secrets to be learned there.
0: If there is such a chamber in this siege, then for all we know, there could be a stunted worm there right now. Exactly. I've...
4: Well, as I see it, we have two options. We can either continue along our path of trying to convince them to let us take a worm, or we can deceive them and take it without their knowledge, or we turn our attentions to the deserts and try to lure one of the larger ones, and bring it aboard the ship.
1: The three options. Yes. Ah, yes. Spoken the like ship.
2: a Mentat.
1: Those are the three options as I see them, but but which will you choose?
2: I do think it necessary to state what we have been through just now. We survived. The four of us together continue to survive. Perhaps there is a Kisak-Satarak worm that wishes for us to complete this goal. Perhaps there is a purpose greater than ourselves to why. We must create this new planet and let it thrive in our name's four of us they will um, have parades in our honor
1: sounds like mother pomini is drinking her own kool-aid yes yes yeah, yeah, she she is. Is. Yeah. why
2: <laughs> pom wonderful that's in what I call a- <laughs> it
1: <laughs> in such a world
0: there can be a union of that which was once put asunder and those that have been so long at odds can draw together for the first time
2: yes yes my friend you see it too what could be I think we weigh these options. Corin, you investigate that what you've spoken of, and after I've had my meeting with this daub, perhaps things will be more clear.
0: Very I good. Try um, to
3: gain whatever knowledge I can.
0: And I'm interested.
3: Oh, go ahead.
0: If you are going to inspect this chamber, uh, Corin, then perhaps I can simply move among the people here and just see what the the general atmosphere is and attitude and uh, what may serve us in the course that we are taking for we tread on very dangerous ground at every moment
2: that would be wise uh, Aurelius uh, if you would advise me you are a keen observer what do we think is the best strategy in convincing them should I lean into asking for their aid or not mention anything they might find um heretical at this time
4: uh, yes my lady well you, of course uh, I am at your service you must understand that the Fremen are single minded uh, uh, no offense Corin, but they are quick to take offense at anything that may they may deem heretical it may set us back quite a bit I, I do not know I will have to I will have taken in more information to give you a better answer I am afraid seems, right. it seems
0: to me that we must open our ears and listen to them and show them that we are as deeply steeped in their beliefs as they are Seems to me that none of these courses is easier than the other, but perhaps or or, perhaps a poor choice of words. All are dangerous but perhaps slightly less dangerous than riding one of the great beasts that nearly destroyed us all is absconding with a small one. Bringing it back onto our damaged vessel and seeking to Return. There are so
1: many uncertain factors. So it sounds to me, as your game master, like people are. they want more information before they act. Um, So it sounds to me like the plans are for Pharos to kind of listen among the Fremen here, for Corrin to perhaps investigate that back room somehow and for uh, perhaps Aurelius and uh, Mother Pomony to have their audience with Dob and see what information they can glean from Dob. So let's do those things. Let's start with the one that sounds the most exciting to me, and that is Corin doing a little... Well, I don't know that Corin is going to sneak. Perhaps Corin will talk her way into the ceremonial quarters of the siege, but the ceremonial quarters of the siege are guarded at all times, because uh, it is a sacred space. So... Um, Corin uh, when you look at those guards standing ready uh, what what do you want to do?
3: So they' those guards are definitely not budging
1: um, I mean they do change throughout the day uh, and um, uh, you know they're like an honor guard. it's like uh, the, the the guards at Buckingham Palace they're not necessarily there to really fight crime. Uh, They're there as sort of uh, symbolic of how important the space is.
3: Well, perhaps if this was properly timed with the changing of the guard, and perhaps uh, Pharos would maybe cause a distraction that I may sneak in there.
0: I understand entirely. I have been known at times to have a flair for the theatrical.
1: Ah, uh, yes, House <laughs> Hoodin goes back to its roots with a little theatrical display. I'm going to call that Pharos assisting you. So, Pharos, why don't you make a dice pool for your distraction and roll one die, and then we will have Corin put together her dice pool.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I feel like I am on this mission, and my power statement is I will have what is owed to me I'm tired of being ruled by others. I'm taking this, and I will use so I'll use power. and I will use my stealth, my move.
1: Very on. good. So don't roll yet. Let's see how um let's see how our friend Pharos's assistance goes for and then he can add uh, he can add uh, successes. I'm going to say that normally I would say you need two successes to do this. But uh, because you are a Fremen, and because you studied that ceremonial room, you only need one success. Um, mm. So, uh, Pharos might just be giving you momentum here in a moment, which you guys kind of need. Um, so, let's go ahead and see how Pharos... Pharos, what dice pool are you putting together and roll your one die? <clears throat> okay.
0: And, I, and I'm rolling one die, but I'm still trying to get under the combination of a skill and a drive. That's correct. Great. I'm I'm using communicate, charm, and uh, uh, truth. Okay, great. Um, So here we go. All right, rolling under (laughs) thirteen.
4: What did you? Oh
3: no! I rolled a natural. (laughs) I glasses came off because
1: I rolled a natural (laughs) twenty. Well, I have good. I have very good news for you. According to the assistance rules, damn, can can assisting cause complications? Create complications? Complica- create complications? I guess it. I guess it can, right? I mean, like logically, that makes sense. Oh, um, let me see. I, I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna actually look this up a little bit. But uh, let's let's go ahead and put together your dice. You've put together your dice pool. It's time for you to roll a uh, corner. I told you only one success was necessary. <laughs> It?
0: All
3: right. Oh, I rolled a 19 and a 12. Hmm. Wait, the 12 makes it. 12 is a, is a success.
1: See, okay. there's one. Okay. So, there's a, I, so I, I, I can't look it up fast enough. I want us to continue with the story. I'm going to say that the complication um, does, does happen. And the complication is that Pharos... You, they are not amused with your antics. Uh, yeah, I don't yeah. know what you were trying to do to uh, distract them. It I think it's was trying them.
0: to sing like a, sing like a Fremen folk song that he maybe heard. <laughs> oh and no. It's, and it's like. It's
2: like it's, menstrual.
0: Okay, oh <laughs> It's not. It's, it's not good. <laughs> the, um, not landing. The is Fremen, not landing at all.
1: The Fremen take, uh, they take Pharos and they place him in um, uh, like isolation from the rest of you. And perhaps the rest of you don't even know this no. is happening because you're off doing your own things. But oh, yeah, Sherrus is placed in isolation, and he is being held now. Uh, he is uh, imprisoned. That is a giant complication, but I'm going <laughs> with it. Um, oh, so, Damn. Uh, but the good news is, Corin, you do get into the ceremonial quarters. That does and- actually
0: sound like a pretty good distraction. <laughs> it is. <laughs> yes. Yeah, <Yeah. it> <laughs> Mission
1: accomplished. But, that, that's awesome. but yeah,
3: it's complicated. <laughs> It's been a really is, bad with the song.
1: complication yeah it's complicated um, so Corin you get back into the ceremonial quarters and they're just like the kind of replica in Liet Kynes' archive but larger of course and there is another difference which is that there is a deeper cave uh, down in the earth. Uh, in the center of the ceremonial quarters. So instead of just a little place where water is collected, there is kind of a hole in the ground that leads to a deeper cave and a really uh, fulsome smell of spice, of cinnamon is, is wafting up out of that cave.
3: Oh, I do that thing in like cartoons where they're like lifted up off the ground when they smell <laughs> something nice and they're just floating towards it.
1: <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Very good. Um, Someone's cooling a pie. Yes. So, um, you know uh, from your your research earlier that this cave is sacred. I mean, very few people are allowed to enter it. Do you want to go and look inside, or do you, or have you learned enough, or what would you oh, like no, to do? Oh no,
3: I do want to look inside.
1: Um. Very good. Is it,
3: first of all, is there looking on the things on the walls? Is there anything that's different from? any more information mm,
1: Yes, to be learned? They keep talking about the uh, man in the shape of a worm and the worm in the shape of a man, uh, and there's even sort of a pictorial version of this. It's like a worm with like a human face. Um, this is who they say the Messiah is going to be. Uh, oh, wow. That, that is prophesied. Um, but uh, you're not quite sure what to make of it, because other Fremen don't believe such Wild things, and uh, definitely no one in your background believes that.
3: But this group definitely
1: believes it. This group believes it, yes. Okay, and this it's is it's, very it's nowhere clearer know. than in this room. Okay. So they they, they uh, what you've learned is uh, they literally believe that there will be some sort of man worm hybrid that will arise, and that will be the messiah.
3: Definitely going to have a discussion with Dalesa after this about that in particular. Um, but I do absolutely want to get a peek into that cave.
1: Um, you look into the cave and, um, it's just sand. Um, it's just sand uh, in like, it's not a huge space, but I would, I would say that it's about the size of, oh, uh, a medium sized house in, uh, I guess I should give it, you know, maybe, maybe about a football field worth of sand laying on the ground. Uh, and uh, are you going to watch for a while or are you going to head back
3: I'm going to kneel down onto this sand and I'm going to with my fist bang down on the
1: sand <laughs> um, <you laughs> bang down on the sand here uh, Corin and suddenly all these particles of you realize that it's it's not wet but it's sort of Kind of gooey right beneath the dry sand on the surface. And what you have pounded your fist into is a pure mat mat of pure spice. And it blows up into your face and into your nostrils and into your mouth. uh, And suddenly, uh, everything around you seems to be moving differently, like really sped up or then kind of slowed down. And something is moving in the chamber with you. Something is rising up out of the sand. (laughs) uh, And it is, in fact... Uh, it has the face of a man and it has arms, but it is a worm. Oh, it has four arms. It has five. It has ten arms. Uh, you need to make some sort of roll because you are having some sort of crazy spice vision. <laughs> <Whoa>. oh, <wow. laughs> That's- wow. so if you'd like to oh. regain control of yourself, you need to you need to make a roll. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Cool. 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 If cool, you would cool. like to ride the vision and let it go on a little longer, you can do that instead.
3: <laughs> ride the vision. Ride out, high you know? high six game. Let's ride the vision.
1: Get that t shirt. Okay. So, riding the vision uh, means that you still need to make a roll. So, what do you think you would roll to kind of see what you learn from this sort of spice overdose you've just given yourself?
3: Faith and understand.
1: I love that. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and, um, in order for you to make sense of it, because it's this insane, like, uh, over-stimulus that could really drive a person mad if they weren't ready for this, if they weren't, uh, you know, uh, of pure and intent and, uh, you know, a, a rock-hard discipline. Um, you need to get two successes or you're going to go quite mad from this.
3: going to give you a threat for another die. Great. I need, I'm going to, this is where I'm going all in. Let's do this. Here we go. (sighs) I rolled a six, a seven, and a 16. So I got two successes.
1: You you got two successes, the exact amount you needed. Um, And so you may now ask me uh, one question, because you only got enough to succeed. One question about the future or you may decide something about the future. Ooh, wow! That's huge. I know, but it's really hard to figure out what you want to decide. And 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 when you when you tell me like what you've decided, you've got to kind of give it to me as a vision. Tell me tell me what you see.
3: So Corin is having a very religious experience. mm Hmm and everything that she has known about being a Fremen about her other life all of it's just kind of smoke and mirrors and like as though a gust of wind has swept away and like now she's seeing clearly for the first time Hmm. and so she sees this she has seen the prophecy that from the line we were in uh the other cave and now she's seeing it for her in front of her very own eyes and she wants so badly to communicate with this thing (laughs) but not knowing if she can or not if she's searching deep into her own desires for what she would like to happen. She is imagining having succeeded on this other planet but it is not House Houdan. It is her own house. Oh.
1: oh wow. Whoa. Um, so... Corin Corin uh, sees herself as the leader of her own house um, uh, you know standing in front of some sort of an enormous uh, you know house complex uh, and uh, you um, you <laughs> you see yourself as having succeeded and so I can tell you that you wow. look out over the over the <clears> sand on this new planet that you're going to land on and you see, Uh, the worm moving and it's huge Uh, and you know that you have communed with it and it is your creature uh, that you have brought here and you are the mother, Corin. You are the mother of this worm. Um, And now you snap back to reality and I can tell you that the thing that you really learn is that although this thing is stunted it's not the size of a normal worm, it is way too large (laughs) people to carry it it's not like a dog it's like <laughs> you know it would need to go it would need to be somehow transported uh, somehow um, so that's the other thing that you see uh, and now you think that you probably need to get out of this sacred room uh, pretty soon or people are going to notice that you're going places you shouldn't be
3: do I have a sense that if I wanted this creature to come with me would it come with me Um, when the time came
1: I think that you stick with your vision for a moment and you see all these branching pathways and you see that you need to decide right now I told you you could decide something you Mm -hmm. either decide that the worm listens to you or you decide that you become the leader of your own house on the other planet I think that that is what happens with the branching uh, different uh, tributaries of this vision
3: so I choose one of those two paths mm-hmm. I would say in the way Corin would justify it if I became the leader of my own house it means I succeeded in bringing him along
1: Probably. So yes so yes. that's the vision that is the vision as we said earlier so no this thing does not listen to you it does not hear you and in fact it is now um, headed towards you and opening its maw <gasps>
3: <laughs> and this is where I back away quickly
1: <laughs> very good um, I will allow you to uh, escape the ceremonial quarters without being seen they're still uh, locking away pharaoh's uh, if that works for you, does that work for you, Corin? Yes. Very good. Um, you can meet with Delessa and tell her what you've learned about the prophecies of these Fremen.
3: I, I will definitely find her before she heads over to her meeting if I can.
1: Are you hiding the fact that you've just been fundamentally, mentally changed by your experience, or are you being open about it?
3: Not open, no. Uh, please, but- <laughs> please tell
1: me what you're rolling to hide that you have just had a vision of you taking over the entire house. <laughs> and that you've just had a really, I mean, frankly, traumatic spice trip. And hudan um, Houdin, uh, a.k.a. Mother Pomini, please tell me what you're rolling to notice things about uh, about Corin when you talk to her.
2: Sure. Uh, I think I was just sitting quietly, maybe with Aurelius with me, just watching the people of this siege going about their business coming in and out um, bringing in their, their victorious uh, water harvesting from the outside and I'm going to roll just to be observant um, uh, hmm. uh, I'm kind of wa- understand and truth let's just
1: be straight that's, up that's And I great. only have 10 okay Oh, wow, you're, yeah, okay, well you love her A Love blinds everybody So sure do. Um, you go ahead and roll that And that'll be the number of successes you have to get Corin in order to um, Fool okay. everybody Into thinking nothing happened
3: I feel like this is the first time where You know how in the beginning of the second half Where we changed our Statements And yeah. how we decided how We've all changed as players I think this is where it came into play
1: <laughs> I think so too Mm-hmm um, things are really changing for House Houdin, Ne Tyloris. and how did you do, uh, Mother Pominy? How many successes did you get?
2: As I sit and look around, take in everything I see. I rolled a pair of nines, which is just under the ten I needed.
1: Oh, yeah, two, two successes. successes. So now, Corin, what are you going to roll to see to, to hide from your from your lover, from your loved one? Uh, the fact that you have just had a uh, cataclysmic vision in that cave.
3: Uh, I will use my power. I will have what is owed to me. Because uh, Corrin is feeling the first taste of like power hunger. And um, as far uh, at least selfishly. Um, and I guess discipline for survival.
1: Discipline, uh, I don't, or I'm not going to no. allow, I'm not going to allow survival focus, but I will uh, no, allow Not discipline. the focus,
3: but discipline.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Absolutely. All
3: right. Can I give you a threat to get an extra?
1: Oh, I what? have so many threat. Boy, what? am I going to be dumping threat <laughs> you I need to win this roll. <laughs> no, it's a good roll. <laughs>
2: it's a contested yeah. <laughs> roll.
1: You don't get to roll threat. Don't no, I get to roll threat? You're right. You're right. No, no, no. You're right. I can't yeah. give you. I can't give you threat right for a threat for PVP. PvP. Yeah, I yeah. can't.
3: Uh, let's see. I rolled a two, a four, and a twelve. What did I need under? I needed. A- well, yeah, wait. Re-roll. You can't. Are you You got
1: to reroll because you, you can't roll three die. I'm sorry. Oh, okay, and that's three, my, okay, That's my. That's my fault. Uh, Nora. I. Th- these guys are right. You can't. He roll. Yeah, here with your PvP. But I rolled a six and a two. <laughs> you still did it. Um, Corin <clears throat> maintains rigorous composure and you don't see how dilated her eyes are until she gets them under control. Uh, And she does not reveal that she's had this cataclysmic uh, vision, this incredible spice experience. Uh, And so, uh, Corrin, you can reveal what information you'd like right now. My sweet.
2: It's so good to see you again. I feel it. I feel one day I will be
3: returned to the power I once had. My lady, there's something you need to know before you have that, uh, meeting. Yes, of course. I saw, I saw exactly what we saw in that back room. It was, it was exactly the same. They don't believe that, that Paul is Maudib. They can't. It is absolutely, they absolutely believe that it is in the form of a worm man, man, worm we man, man. We're man, worm, man. <laughs> it's, it's it's a it's some hybrid form of a, of a man worm. Of course. So, Thank you. I think that would help. That would aid in in convincing them that we are aligned. Did you see pictographs or images? What? It was where? the very same. It
2: was the very same that we saw. Yes, a, a small room with a one water bucket. Yes. We told you of this,
4: Aurelius, yes? No, yes, yes.
1: I, I, I'm just going to ask this for my oh. own clarification as GM. Forgive me for interrupting. Do you tell Do you tell um, the Duchess and Aurelius that there was a worm back there? Not yet. Wow, okay.
2: That's hmm. what I'm digging for, and
1: she's not saying <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Um,
2: I, you know, point of clarification, did we see Pharos being carted off? Or did only oh. Corin see?
1: Um I think oh, that's... everybody saw that. Oh gosh. <laughs> yeah, you said you were listening to what was going on in the siege just now, um, Duchess, so yes, you you know that that has happened.
2: Corin, we must say pharaohs, but perhaps the best course of action would be to talk to this naib before going in Christ knife blazing, as it were. Yes, I think diplomacy is the best way. It's the very least I owe to him He sang a song that was so horribly offensive Many in the siege vomited Giving up <laughs> water Unbelievable
3: <laughs> mm, You know a lot of the Fremen words If you say them just a little The pronunciation is so So delicate and precise That it can take on another meaning He might have insulted somebody's mother
1: What we were you saying And that is when Dob and his party walk up I
2: stand to greet him eye to eye standing ridiculously close as I notice many Fremen do.
1: Hello, Outworlder. You have time... You've had time to rest. Unfortunately, I will soon have to ask you to leave this place. Your fellow guest has already greatly offended our community.
2: Understood. His attempts to entertain are sometimes poorly received. It is our sincere apology... If I could have a private audience with you before we take our leave.
1: Yes. Uh, you brought prophecy. It came from your lips. I will hear more. If you have any more to tell. And he walks off with you. Do you want Aurelius to come with you, or do you yeah, want Yeah, I to-
2: motion uh, if my advisor may join.
1: Oh, thank Certainly. you, Lady. Yes. And he brings two Fremen guards with him. But they stand at a distance.
2: Uh, are we in, like, his private quarters behind a hanging... Oh, a wall interesting.
1: Hanging? Yeah, you know what? He'll take you all the way back to his yali, which is, like, kind of his private uh, quarters in the living quarters section of the uh, the place. So, yeah, you're back there.
2: Uh, y- your quarters are very um, accommodating.
1: Yes, I have much wealth. I am the Naïb, after all. <laughs> yes. Uh,
2: perhaps, instead of calling me Outlander, you may call me... what I am... Sayadina. Pomeni.
1: Sayadina Pomeni. If this is what you wish to be called. What more business do we have? You come... you crash a starship... you... you anger shai You come in, you anger my people. I have been kind. If you have more prophecy for me... I will hear it. If not, you must leave.
2: I think you can tell from my eyes I have not experienced the spice in such quantities as as many of the people of this world, but... I have had (sighs) a prescient vision. One of myself being of great use to... Forgive me if it sounds foolish, but... Not a worm, and not a man, something of both worlds.
1: You mean, the man that is a worm?
2: A worm that is a man?
1: Yes. You have seen yourself being of service, how?
2: I have seen... myself riding atop this worm, and in doing so... have... Sparked a great fear in the Pretender. This Muad'Dib, they call him.
1: Yeah, that is what the Fremen called him. Yes, yes, uh, the Messiah. Uh, but not Muadib the Messiah, means desert mouse. <laughs> that he is, is not- exactly
2: what he is, and that is what we wish to expose him as. In my vision, the man a man, and I, along with my companions, ride him. To of Ara- Arakeen and there there all of the Fremen all of of the Outworlders they all see that that is the true Messiah
1: he walks this up is up to my to you. vision he walks up to you he puts his hand onto your shoulder and he pushes you as hard as he can
2: I want to use my Pranabendu conditioning to not move
1: ah I'll <laughs> allow it no need for a roll Hmm. you think that you could ride a worm but I do not understand this prophecy how does you riding a worm an impossibility frankly how does this how does this bring the true messiah to Arrakis
2: that is the nature of prophecy it cannot be understood but once the pieces fit together the truth reveals itself
1: This is true.
2: I do know a bit of the culture, and I think I'm pulling from um, bits of other memory, and I tell him that I know the most difficult part of riding a worm is for the first to lay hooks on it, and once that is done, the worm can no longer rotate, and others may climb atop more easily.
1: You wish for me to teach you how to, how to ride a worm and you insist that this is part of a prophecy
2: I did not say those words but perhaps the prophecy resides in you too that you knew them it is for you to show me is this hmm.
1: in order to ride a worm you must be a Fremen will you become a Fremen
2: <laughs> I never thought so great an honor would be offered to me but of course, we would all be honored to count ourselves among the Fremen. And I turned to Aurelius to, like, try and get him to acknowledge, you know, yes. A- affirmative.
4: Uh, yes, yes, of course. It would be uh, an honor uh, unparalleled in all the known worlds to be afforded a place in your siege.
1: Well, I don't know about an honor in all of the worlds. But it is it is survival it it means your survival I don't know what you're going to do out there in the desert with a broken spacecraft so if you will live among us I would hear more of your prophecy can you instruct your friend your companion to live by our laws and not to make a mockery of us
2: Oh yes, it was his attempt to honor them and and that was misguided but perhaps if he were more learned uh, such a thing would never occur
4: And I myself do know something of your ways and I have perhaps failed in my instruction. I will endeavor to try harder so that he does not
1: make a similar error in the future He will be released and you can stay with us and I will try to teach you our ways But my instruction is not easy. And it is not without danger. If you fall in the desert, then you fall. And you will be forgotten. Your water will be kept. Do you understand? Understood. You don't, but nonetheless, I shall give my instruction. And so now, Pharos is released.
2: Woo! Yeah! Okay. (laughs) Okay. It's
1: like super obsequious. You must prove yourselves. Terribly sorry. (laughs) Yes, sure. You must prove yourselves to the Fremen. Uh, And they're going to see if, you know, before they teach you the secrets of riding a worm, you must go out into the desert and survive with them. Go out on patrol with them. Live as they do. Work in the Siege Manufacturer. This could take weeks. This could take months. Ha- have you really agreed to this? I don't see what choice
2: we have. We have to become Fremen or we will die here.
1: Yeah. So we're going to um, now uh, kind of do a series of roles that kind of cover <gasps> this period. Amazing. Um, but you don't, have, <laughs> you don't have to be part of the I'm learning to be a Fremen, uh, except that Delessa definitely has to. Mother Pomini definitely has to because that's sort of the the deal that she made. But the rest of you could choose something else that you do that takes perhaps weeks and months to complete. I... Um,
0: Yes. I have a pitch. Let me hear your pitch. My obsequiousness goes all the way. It's like, I am not worthy of staying with you. Not worthy of being in your employ. If you will cast me out from your siege, I completely understand. You'll do me the honor of not claiming my water. Then I will I will walk into the desert as I look to you and just like try and just like someone's got to repair this ship. Very good. Um, So that could be my project for the for those Uh, weeks. uh, And part
2: of our collective project could be sneaking you water and food to survive.
0: And perhaps one of those assets that we described that those survival assets that we described, Corin had was like f- a frem kit and some provisions.
4: Yeah. Um, oh yeah, yeah. We could have easily stowed some of that stuff before we left anyway.
1: For sure. I think that you. I think that you have. I think it would be it would be silly to assume that you did not. So, uh, and I said that I would get a, give a benefit for that excellent role you did to provision yourself. So there is a frem kit out there, um, and so. Um, let us begin uh, this this process. I don't want to know what your roll result is, but I so don't roll yet. But could you please tell me over these months uh, what you're doing, what 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 dice pool you're putting together, Pharos, to repair the ship? I'm gonna go understand and um and power. Great, and now this scene is going to involve everybody, and it's going to take place over these these weeks. So, you're gonna uh, you're gonna use understand and power to put the ship back together. Uh, meanwhile, what is Aurelius going to do?
2: Can I make Aureli- a mechanical request? Because we have two momentum, right?
1: Um, yes.
2: If we roll at the same time, then someone getting momentum means someone else can't use that. So can we, like, That cascade? is a very—that's a,
1: that's a very good point. So we will cascade. I won't—I won't make you roll all uh, simultaneously. And thank you for pointing that out. Um, Aurelius, what are you going to do at this time? Are you going to be part of Operation Convince Him? I'm a Convince Them I'm a Fremen.
4: Yeah, I think because with his uh, cultural understanding focus with, with uh, or cultural studies focus for understand I think he is in a unique place to be able to take in these lessons and he probably knows a lot about like kind of the, the ritual and the process of it anyway and I think he wants to stick around to make sure to remember like exactly like what what instructions were given what's expected of us and be able to share it remind the other two so I think that's that's kind of what what he's going to be uh, mainly
1: doing. Very good. I, that sounds like a discipline test to me. Um, so I'll put together a dice pool with discipline. Um, and uh, Corin, what are you going to do during this time? You could do something else. You're you you you're already a Fremen. You don't really need to prove your... I mean, you kind of need to prove yourself to this siege, but you can choose some other activity if you wish.
3: Uh, I think what I would like to do is uh, engage in some sort of uh, sword training with whoever their head uh, fighter is.
1: Oh, that's Dob.
3: Yeah. So I think me and Dob would just kind of bond over some practice, Chris Knife...
1: Uh, Well, you wouldn't use the sacred Chris knife. Not Chris knife. We have to be canonical, but you would use use knives.
3: Um, Yes, we would use uh, some knives and just kind of go head to head. I want to, I'm doing this, A, to uh, prove to the fact that I'm still at heart, always have been a Fremen. Um, And second, I want to, I have this uh, to fight somebody is to know them. So I kind of, even though we're not, um, you know, going for blood, what, what knowledge I can gain from, from fighting him.
1: Um, that's an amazing, that's an amazing thing to roll. And, and, and as I said, uh, uh, mother Pomini, you're gonna to have to prove that you can you can live with them you can live as they do you can survive in the desert so uh what the dice pool are you going to put together for that how are oh, you gosh. going to prove that
2: well i had pre- preparing kind of a different plan to uh uh well what i was thinking was i yeah. want to um use my communicate inspiration and my uh, truth the purpose of argument is to change the nature of truth to, as I'm hanging out with them, casually hmm. get them all to see my way of thinking. Um, but you, you, this should be like a physical f- no, like test. I'll allow physical it. You're, test. Going okay.
1: to, you're going to try to manipulate instead of instead of really you know, sincerely trying to become a Fremen, you're going to try to manipulate them. So, no, um, I'm
2: a commander. It's what I do. It's yeah. what
1: you do. Let's start with how... I mean, th- what a great way to get trust by... You know, sparring with, uh, with the naib, with Dob. Um, and so I would like a uh, battle roll, and let's see if he respects you. He's going to roll his battle first. This is just straight gonna...
3: only battle? Well, it's one battle die? plus a
1: drive. Oh, it's okay. always plus a drive. Yeah, and gotcha. two die, of course. May I suggest
3: but... you use one of our
2: momentum? Because if you roll over, then you could pass that on to the next person, it make even more momentum.
3: Okay, yes. so I will do that. I'm going to use power, and I'm going to use battle with uh, focus and long blades.
1: Very good. This is uh, mini sparring matches over the course of months, and um, you uh, need to get two successes in order to impress him.
3: Okay, and so I'm going to... What Are we spending a momentum for this?
1: Do you want to spend a momentum and get that extra die? Yes. Okay, done. Yes.
3: I rolled a 7, a 4, and a 19.
1: Uh, okay, so uh, the 7 and the 4, are uh, any of those below a focus or anything? No, they're, they're not, right? Uh,
3: they are below a focus. What's your so battle they're both focus? Below, they're,
1: uh, they're 8 each. What's your battle? But you have a focus in battle? Yes, long blades.
3: Oh, and that's you four. were...
1: That's, that's four. That's four. four successes, yeah. Um, okay, so you earned two more successes than you needed... You are currently, by my count, at three momentum, um, and um, uh, Dob really likes you, Corin. Dob is uh, th- considers you a true Fremen. He wasn't sure at first; he thought you were some citified Fremen, but now he knows you to be a true fighter, a true daughter of the desert, and he trusts you. Okay, we definitely
3: have our own handshake now. <laughs> like
1: we're we're good. Aurelius, let's see how much you master Fremen protocol to prove that you are one of them. Um, okay. And uh, what are you going to? Uh, what are you going to roll again? Tell okay. me. better. Gonna... Well, you said discipline,
4: so I'll do discipline, and I will do. Oh, I'll do faith again because with uh, kind of this the faith in my new orders, kind of.
1: Being, a, being able to choose the right path. Like so a, listen the, to this. Stuff. I think that the faith, your faith is in the Bene Gesserit, right? Yeah. And you're having to profess faith in this God of theirs and in their uh, way of right. life. So I think that your drive statement, you have a drive statement for that, right? I do. What is it again? Uh, the Bene Gesserit path will guide my steps. Nope, not here. You have to cross that out. Okay. But if you do that... uh, Well, you don't have to cross it out. You have to challenge it, right? Yeah. Which means you don't have to cross it out. It means you either gain a complication if you don't cross it out. You gain a complication right now. Or you can go without the complication, and you cross it out, and you can't use that drive for a while, but you get a point of determination.
4: Okay. I think... Yeah, I don't think he's truly buying into to the Fremen way. I think he might eventually, but it's not right. He is kind of a follower, I think, but I I don't think that's happening right now. So I won't use it for a while. Uh, and then that will give me a point of determination. That's
1: right. right. Yeah. Okay. I'll take that. And then this you is challenge really the tough. drive. You can't use it until it's recovered. Um, and uh yeah, you, you. I'm offering you a point of determination, so you now have two determination. Because I don't think okay, you've used no, two I before. used one
4: before landing. Oh, the ship. so you only
1: have one. You got it. You got the yeah. one that you spent before back. Okay, great.
4: Right. So yeah. So that's yeah. This is still this is still pretty tough. So I'm. Okay, I'm gonna spend one momentum. Okay, get an extra die. And I don't have a focus or anything. So yeah. You go for
1: it. Uh, two successes. Two successes. Two nine. Um, that's that's more than enough. They not only uh, trust Corin; they are in awe of the Mentats' uh, mastery of their culture. Um, you uh, have become proficient in creating things in the Siege Manufacture. You understand uh, instinctively, not instinctively, intellectually. You're a Mentat. You understand intellectually uh, what to say to them way better now, uh, and they seem to trust you as well. Let's now find out how it goes with repairing the ship. Oh, mm-hmm. now what I was the momentum? Ready. Oh, the momentum from that. How many successes did you get? You I got, got two successes. I hadn't levied a difficulty, so I'm going to say it was one, and that means you earned one momentum. Okay, so I spent one, and I earned one. Though. You spent great. one and you earned one. Yeah. yeah. Even Steven. Steven. Alright, Pharos. Pharos, the starship mechanic. Uh, mm-hmm. I believe that's your specialty, right? It's how you build your character. <laughs> well, it's not, but it, I am a uh,
0: I think he's telling himself there's not too great a disparity between the mechanisms of the theatrical profession
1: in which I labored for so many years and the mechanics of any kind. Well, I'm going to tell you that this role is actually impossible unless you create some sort of trait or asset. The ship mm. has been badly damaged. How are you getting it upright again? And then how are you getting in there and uh, and fixing what has been broken? Like you need some sort of a- asset that will allow you to do this. Maybe you can adapt the repulsors from
4: the car. To, yeah, like, I think that's, lift up the ship.
0: That's a great idea. Lose, lose the lose the 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 lose truck. The car. Yeah. And disassemble it, take off the, uh, suspensor field generators, and, um, use those to attempt to tilt the, um, the,
1: uh, ship back upright out of the sand dune. This is going to be two rolls, then. I first need you to roll to create that asset, that suspensor field that you're going, that you're repurposing. So please Mm -hmm. give me, and it's two successes required to create an asset.
3: Do we
2: spend two momentum to get to try?
1: You could, if you wish, yeah.
2: Or is it an either or?
1: Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I understand the question. He so you has just, to create an Tro- asset Troy first. Troy
2: rules are. I don't know what the book rules are. Troy rules are. Spend two momentum to make an asset.
1: Oh, is that how he's been doing it? Well, guess what?
2: You're the boss now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm boss
1: show. now. I'm boss now. Um, let me let me look here. I mean, uh, I have notes here. Uh, create an asset. Um, it says, make a skill test difficulty two. That's what it says. Uh, uh, and so I'm not Troy saying Lloyd. Troy's wrong. Uh, but he and I run the game very differently. So I think I need two skill rolls here. Um, okay. The first one is difficulty two to, create, to, to repurpose this suspensor field.
0: Okay, great. Do I have momentum to spend on this asset creation? You have three. Okay, and I'll be rolling. Okay. Do you want to spend any of those? They're in the pool. Yeah.
1: Oh, it's better. I'll spend
0: one. Yeah. Okay. Great. I'll spend roll one with roll three, three dice. Down, here we go. Two now. Here we okay. go. Yeah. I think this counts on my focus of deductive reasoning to to mechanically reason this this.
1: Uh, yeah, you definitely did the, some deductive reasoning here. Go yeah. ahead. All right. I rolled under it. That's two successes. Nice. Two successes is what uh, was needed, and so you have created a new asset: Suspenser field. But
0: then I also rolled a uh, a one, so that's two more, and I oh. rolled under and I rolled a ten, which is another success. So that's a total
1: of five successes. Okay, wow. so you've added three to your momentum pool. So you guys have a total momentum of five right now. Would you like to uh, spend some of those to just kind of, I don't know, give yourself some benefits here, like create other traits, things like that? Yeah, I mean, I would love to create the trait of repaired. <laughs> I'll let you do that for two momentum. <laughs> Sold. Okay. <Done. laughs> um, you repurpose this. Uh, uh, you, you, got the, you got the two successes you needed to create the temporary asset. Uh, and now you've paid momentum to use it. And mm-hmm. you have repaired the Starship's suspensor field. You think that this thing might take off again. It is still on its side. So you will be taking off on its side but you think that you might be able to make okay. this work. All right, finally. And I'm just, like, in
0: solitude, like, sleeping during the day, waking up at night, looking at the moons
2: <gasps>
0: in the distance, Aww. maybe seeing just a white shape on on the field, just kind of, like... And, like, just imagining, like, just, like, just being nourished both by the sucking on the fluid in the still suit and, like, little rations and, like, just imagining the, the look of pride on... On, uh, on the Reverend Mother Pomini's face when she sees how well I've done.
2: So proud of you, son. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so finally, speaking of the Reverend Mother Pomini, you have three momentum in your pool. Uh, and you are, um, you're kind of putting on an act for them. You're manipulating them. Um, uh, your difficulty to do that, I think, is going to be two. Um, but if you succeed, they will trust you as much as they trust Aurelius and Corin right now and they may teach you the secrets to riding a maker. Oh,
2: so much rides on this. I I wake with them. I go to sleep with them. I, I give them prayers of the Sayadina. Maybe if they have one, try and learn from her. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm rolling for truth to change the nature of their truth. And inspiration is my communicate focus. And I would like to spend all the momentum.
1: Wow. I'm going to be a hog for that
2: momentum, and I'm going to get two extra dice.
1: Yeah, you get two dice. Okay. Do it. Go for it.
2: So, um, let's see. Truth is six. Communicate is eight. I need 14s and below. Anything below an eight is two. A two, a three, a nine, and an 18. So that's one, two, three, four. Five successes. And you can re roll
4: that 18 too if you want.
2: <gasps> Thank you. <laughs> I will. Yeah. It's another 18. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: okay, did my you've, earned, um, you've earned three momentum and you've succeeded beyond your wildest dreams. These uh, these Fremen really believe that you are a font of prophecy. And so I, I'm going I would like to-, to
2: address what they think a Sayadina is, like their version of a Reverend Mother, of a. a, a holy person dresses like
1: yes um, you have gone full native now and in garb and dress uh, Mother Pomini looks uh, very much like one of the Fremen herself now Um, is there even maybe a little bit more blue in her eyes Hmm. Um, the other Fremen certainly seem to see it and so now since you have fully um, huckstered uh, these Fremen uh, Yourself Mother Pomini And since your companions have gained their full trust as well I'm going to end Tonight's episode With a, a, a scene By opening a scene Now we may go back and fill in some of the preparations You made before this scene happens But at the end of tonight's episode I want you to imagine Mother Pomini Out in the middle of the desert Standing tall Behind her Aurelius and Corin. Uh, and uh, somewhere far off uh, maybe on the horizon uh, there's a glint of metal there is a starship on its side out there but in this place the Fremen are standing with you and moving towards you through the sand throwing up sand an enormous geyser is a sandworm Uh, and again everything is uh, vibrating Uh, there is a smell of spice in the air and that is when Dob hands you two maker hooks, <laughs> looks you in the eye, and says, Are you ready?
2: All my life has prepared me for this moment to prove that I am truly Fremen.
1: So, tune in next week to watch <laughs> Becca Scott, a.k.a. <laughs> mother comedy, Ride a Sandworm. <laughs> Worm rider! In
2: that t-shirt!
1: Uh, yeah! Um, they've spent months with the siege, and now it's time to ride a sandworm and ride this baby home. Um, thank you to my magnificent players. Mauer, Becca Scott, Ross Bryan, Nora Abraham. Thank you guys so much. That was a lot of fun today. It was awesome. Thank you, Jared. So fun. Thanks, thank you, Jared. Jared.
3: Thank you, Jared.
1: Uh, we'll be back next week. Love you, Naish. Bye-bye.